0: I have seen the future, and it's a scary, scary place where poor people speak Spanish, rich people speak French, and Los Angeles looks exactly the same. Our summer of disappointment continued when we saw Elysium for today's episode of... What is this crazy rock and roll music again? Well, I didn't see that coming. Hello, and welcome. Operators are standing by. It's like a breath of fresh air. Stands like there's no tomorrow. TCRPN, the Critical Reviewer Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of To See or Not to See. I am your host, Anthony Nicholas, and we are going to be reviewing Elysium. Um, This movie. Oh my god. I like I had such high hopes for this and now it it's just shattered by this shit. Um what what can I say? I really enjoyed District 9. Probably not as much as everyone else cuz I don't understand why that movie got nominated for a best picture, but still it was a very enjoyable movie. This I don't know. This feels like what happened when the studios decided not to make the uh, Halo movie, so they decided to make this instead. It has a very video game type of feel going into it, and then they try to force these political aspects, these political views about rich versus the poor, people can't get healthcare, care, um, immigration with Spanish speaking, you know, Mexico, and then there's uh, the upper class French type of people who are all white and living in Elysium. Um, let me just give a little bit of a background of the story first before I start going off in a huge fucking diatribe. Uh, the movie is about. <laughs> I, I don't have really no idea what the movie is about. It really made very little sense. It, it's 2154, and the world, uh, planet Earth, is just completely turned to shit. And it's just a barren wasteland where people are living on top of piles of trash, and people are robbing each other, even though I don't understand how they can be robbing each other if everyone on Earth is poor, so it doesn't really make any sense. Anyways, people are forced to work in factories, and for some reason, robots are the ones just policing the Earth, even though... In today's age, there's more robots working in factories than there are in the actual future where there's humans working in factories and robots just standing there making sure human beings do what they're supposed to do. Another thing doesn't make that much sense. So that's Earth. All the rich people live on Elysium, a space station that orbits the Earth, and I don't know why, because... They don't really explain anything. They just say Earth is a terrible place, and Elysium is a great place. It doesn't really make sense as to how one fits with the other. I'm guessing, like, what I could piece together is Elysium is pretty much its own entity, even though they control factories on Earth. It doesn't really make sense and I guess some people can buy their pass up to Elysium if they save up enough money or something like that anyways most people on earth want to get up to Elysium because Elysium has these special um like healing tubes that will cure cancer heal bones uh I guess almost bring people back to life if uh if their brain is damaged I don't know anyways the person in charge up there, or one of the people in charge up there, is uh, Jodie Foster, who I guess is sort of like the Hillary Clinton up there. The sort of Secretary of State or Defense do, that um, bridges the gap between Earth and Elysium. And they don't really dive into it, she's just a rich, political, white person up in Elysium. I mean, that's that's it. That's Almost all the characters are just surface level, except for maybe Max, and that's only because they forced this sort of child uh, flashback of him wanting to go up to Elysium, but it's still... That doesn't even really fit into the story either. It, it, it seems like they thought to themselves, man, we have no depth to these any of these characters, so might as well put in some child flashbacks to make them seem like they're more of a whole of a person. So. We got Jody Foster up in Elysium. You got Matt Damon, Max, who's down on Earth. For some reason, Max used to be a criminal who stole cars. And I guess for some reason, if you steal cars, you become a legend. And everyone thinks that he's this great thief, even though they don't really talk about anything else other than him stealing cars sometimes. But he's decided not to you know, be a thief anymore and work in a factory where people work in a factory making robots, which is just, I don't know, I guess it's kind of funny because in today, in today's world, uh, we have robots making things for human beings like cars and everything like that and one reason why people can't get jobs. Anyways, it's another stupid thing that they have to, you know, force into the movie to try to prove a point. So Max is going there and trying to be on the straight and narrow and work his way up and save enough money so he can buy himself a ticket up to Elysium so he can have a better life, uh, something that he's been dreaming of ever since he was a child. And then, you know, he can't keep his mouth shut. One of the robot cops, for some reason, beats the shit out of him and breaks his arm Doesn't really explain why, I guess, robots are like Nazis in 2154. So his arm's all messed up and he still has to keep going to work or he'll lose his job. And so he gets to work and, you know, something messes up and he needs to fix the problem or he's going to get fired. So when he goes to fix the problem... He knows that he's stepping into a bad situation, but it's either choosing death or choosing uh, to get fired, So, which is pretty much the same thing. So he decides to step into this machine to fix the problem, and the door closes on him, and he gets zapped with a bunch of radiation. A robot comes up, says you have five days to live, throws him some pills, I guess, pain pills. That is another thing that they're trying to wedge into the story about pharmaceutical companies who don't really cure diseases, but just, uh, I guess, lower the symptoms. I don't know. Anyways, so Max is like, I need to get out of here. Then we get introduced to this terrible character named Spider, who's the head of this underground, I guess, criminal ring. They doesn't really explain anything else other than He's in charge of criminals. It, it, whatever. I, I'm sorry. It, like None of it is making any sense because they don't really talk about are, are there shops in the world? How do people use money? If people steal things from other poor people on Earth, does that money get transferred to something so that they go, go to Elysium? It doesn't, like... None of it makes sense. And it's just... It makes me fucking angry because it's a... Terrible, terrible story. Terrible story. And I don't understand how people can give this high praises. It's almost like Bloom Camp decided to say, hey, you guys want to see some cool gadgets in the future? We'll make this shitty movie so people can see it. People can see these swords and these electric shields and these bombs that get attached to people and blow people up. You know, if. It almost it has a feeling of like a sci-fi channel type of movie where it has huge plot holes, bad storytelling, poor character development, and also pretty much bad acting. Other than Matt Damon, almost every single other character in this in this movie, every single other actor, is just acting very badly, very poor. And you know, I really like Charlton Copley, but in this movie. He's fucking terrible. Like, he's just a crazy, cookie-cutter bad guy, and it doesn't make much sense the way that he is. And Jodie Foster's character is just, you know, bad, politician, rich person who wants to take over the world or something. Like, you know, you get more character development and shitty 007 movies about people who want to blow up the Earth or they get, like, a billion dollars. Like that makes more sense than the characters in this movie. Charlton Copley is just an insane bad guy who I guess like they just start listing off bad things that he's done where he rapes people, he murders people, he steals things, he's a war criminal like all this random shit. And Jodie Foster, she's a rich person, she must hire him to uh, get back at Max or uh, Matt Damon's character. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry, I keep on going off track, but I'm just so pissed off at this movie. So, Max is dying of cancer, he goes to Spider, gets this exoskeleton thing. I don't know why this why this exoskeleton is just lying around that they give to another poor... Pro- like, I, it doesn't make any sense why poor people have the same technology as the rich people up in Elysium, even though they don't have the healing tubes that everyone needs on Earth. (sighs) Alright, done, going off track. So, Max needs to get to Elysium, he puts on this exoskeleton type suit, he kidnaps someone who's from Elysium, for some reason, the rich person from Elysium is on Earth, they don't really explain why, they just say he needs to be there, in the factory. But it still doesn't make sense because he's taking meetings over computer screens. It doesn't really make any sense at all. So they kidnap uh, the rich guy, they steal his memories or something, and Jody Foster hires Shart- Sharto Copley to uh track down Matt Damon and steal back the memories of this rich guy. then they go up and they fight and there's gadgets with cool, you know, electric guns or whatever with swords and exoskeletons and robots, blah, 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 stupid, bullshit, bullshit movie, sci-fi channel type of shit. You know, the only thing that separates this movie from a movie like Sharknado or something like that is the fact that this movie had over a hundred million dollar budget. That's it. Like It is so poorly put together, so poorly executed that I really wanted to walk out during this movie. And I was so excited to see it. I thought it was going to be one of the good movies this summer. But no, it was another one of these piece of shit movies where nobody cares about the story. Nobody cares about the characters. Nobody cares about the acting. The only thing that they care about is what computer graphics make things look like on the screen. So yeah, you get people swinging swords at each other and ripping heads off of robots and shooting mines at each other, but then you don't get anything else. I, I don't know. It, it just it feels like Neil Boomclamp, whatever the fuck his name is, the director of the movie, just said, they won't let me make Halo, so might as well make this movie. <sighs> Alright, so... They do the big battle scene. You don't really care about what happens to anyone. You kind of predict what's going to happen at the end of the movie, so I'm not going to spoil it or anything like that. You can pretty much tell what's going on. It's just another one of these uh, reluctant hero type of storylines where beginning... It's almost like District 9 where the main character, the uh, antagon- our protagonist, is... Uh, reluctant and being a hero and is very selfish. And then he goes on and decides to save other people. Um, I don't know. I'm, as you can tell from everything that I said and the way that I can barely even get through the plot of this movie and the way that my voice is crackling because like, I almost don't even want to do this podcast right now. I'm so disappointed in this movie. I, I, Fucking hated this movie. I hated it. I will never watch it again, even for free or on Netflix or anything like that. I suggest people don't see this. Don't see this. Don't see Pacific Rim. Don't see uh, Man of Steel. Like if you like those type of movies where you're just a fanboy, you go to Comic Con, you wear shirts, you'll probably get a hard on during this movie because you don't give a shit about characters. What you care about is the plasma rifle that he's carrying around and what the little Easter eggs are in the background that kind of link you to District 9. Ooh, this is so exciting. But it's not. It's a bad movie, and that's what this is. Like, I hope this movie loses a lot of money for studios and people decide to start making good movies again. Just because it's an action movie doesn't mean it needs to be a bad movie. doesn't mean it needs to have... A shitty story a shitty script a ton of plot holes bad acting like you know if you if you look back at like 80s action movies yeah they're bad but at least they make kind of sense like you have a hero that is challenged and he has to go through obstacles to either save someone or save himself or defeat the bad guy like at least it makes sense and it is a cookie cutter type of plot but at least you can follow it where, you know, you can kind of understand what's going on. This movie, it's trying to be smart when it's not smart at all. This is not an intelligent movie. This is trying to be intelligent. It's very pretentious. It's like a stupid person that thinks that they're smart, trying to tell you how smart they are when you know that they're stupid. <laughs> That's what this movie is. It's trying to make you think that this is... a a great political type of movie that tells you how things are in this world and how they're going to be in the future if we don't try to change things. But it's executed so poorly that you can't look past all of the flaws. There's so many flaws. It's almost like Avatar. Avatar had a terrible story. It was pretty much Pocahontas. They stole the story of Pocahontas and put it into Avatar and just changed characters' names and stuff like that. It's a child story. This is a video game story. Elysium is a video game story. And if you like those types of stories that just don't make any sense and you get to see cool guns and sword fights, then fine. Go see this movie. But if you like movies and you want there to be more good movies... That to come out in the future, don't see this movie. Don't give them your money. You know, the same people who were talking bad about The Wolverine are the same people who are talking good about this movie, who are talking good about Pacific Rim. It, it, there's, there's a line that people can't, like, they can't cross. They either want to have these bad sci-fi type of movies or you need to have good acting. But for some reason, they don't like to have the type of Iron Man, The Wolverine, good story, good acting with some action. They needed all action, all the time, all special effects, no story. I'm just blabbing now. Um, Normally, this portion of the podcast, I would say something that I liked about the movie but I really didn't like anything if there's one thing that I can say that was good Matt Damon was good Matt Damon is pretty much always good he's a very good actor even in this bad story you could still see that he was a good actor but then he gets outweighed by all the other bad acting around him Jodie Foster great actress she was horrible in this movie. And I'm pretty much going to blame that on the director because I know that Jodie Foster can be a good actor actress, whatever female actor. Um, I guess the special effects were good, but when you also you get to the fight scenes uh, a lot of the fight scenes, if it's not in slow motion, it's too close and too jittery and what's with people not using steady cams? To film these action type of movies, i don't want to see the whole entire screen shake. Put it on a steady cam so you, we can actually see what 's going on on the screen. there's nothing really really else for me to talk about. Um, i'm going to start doing ratings now so people can see you know gauge how we felt instead of just saying "See the movie or don't see the movie i'm going to give this a two stars out of five stars um it's definitely below average but it still looks nice i guess if you if that's what you like there's cool gadgets and there's and, and it looks nice that's all that's all i can say score is bad the acting is bad the plot is bad the story is bad and some of the fight scenes you can barely tell what's going on because the camera's shaking so much or it's so close to uh the action that's happening on the screen um. So, for today's episode of To See or Not To See, I'm going to have to say, don't see Elysium. Um, I have been your host, Anthony Nicholas, uh, and uh, thank you for listening to me complain about this movie. Uh, you can t- kind of tell what kind of track I'm on, so... If you do like these types of movies, maybe you shouldn't listen to this podcast. You can tell by Lone Ranger or uh, Man of Steel that I don't like movies with bad stories. Maybe it's because I'm a writer. But anyways, don't see Elysium. Um, If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at TCRPN. You can also go to our website thecriticalreviewer.com where you can listen to all of our podcasts. You can um, submit your own reviews if you like. Uh, We can review what you say and if we deem it uh, appropriate and uh, worthy of being on the website, we'll put it on the website. And uh, just make sure you follow us on Twitter and uh, check out our website. Thanks for listening. Bye! A moment of silence. What is this crazy rock and roll music again? Systems are gone. Well, I didn't see that coming, did it? Hello, and welcome. Operators are standing by. It's like a breath of fresh air. It's like there's no tomorrow. TCRPN, the Critical Reviewer Podcast Network.